now we are live right now we are doing well first of all what's going on you guys this is your host david ramos on that rabbit talks way too much and i'll come up with your special guest right now we are facetiming from you guys me and elmer mr glue Ooh. say what's up mr glue. what it is what it do what it is what it do <laughs> A little background about me and Mr. Glue. Ooh, Ooh bars. Uh, we share <laughs> straight bars, chocolate bars. That's what it is. We share the <laughs> we share the room back in college, back in the old college days, pre-quarantine. What a time ago it was! Such a time. Seems like berry time nowadays. So I have him on the show. We went to SCU. An amazing school, SUFTL in South Florida, now called SUCLC. Cool plug over there. Uh, lived together in the room, yeah. and it was cool. It was dope. Created. He's a videographer. Check out his YouTube. That's a strong he's word. He's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> strong word. Is, is rapper too strong or SoundCloud rapper? No, I'm barely on SoundCloud. I'm I'm, a, I'm on the I'm on the what's it called? The streaming sites. I'm on the streaming sites. He's a streaming rapper. Yeah. Streaming everywhere for you guys. So, um, yeah, so that's what my boy is doing. So, you know, check him out. I'm going to post the socials. I'm going to post sites below. Check the show notes for that. But we're going to jump straight into... We're going to jump straight into the show, basically. So... The first question I got from my boy Elmer is kind of straightforward. You know, it's kind of go a little shallow, maybe. Maybe you guys haven't picked it out. Why are you called Mr. Glue? Mr. Glue. Okay. My name is Elmer, like, like the glue, and that's how I introduce myself <laughs> to people. So my PlayStation name. Is actually Mr. Underscore Glue Underscore 18. Come catch these hands on Call of Duty. But that's that's where it came from. When I finally was making an Instagram, I was like, you know what? I'll just stick with the Mr. Glue. And that's what it's been ever since. When I started vlogging, too. That's when I was like, Dang. okay. So, let's talk about that. Vlogging for a little bit. Everyone who knows you, Elmer knows that you have an incredible sense of humor but also a very unique sense of humor do you think that blogging kind of created that sense of humor and molded it out to be its own or does something else kind of create that sense of humor um i think it's more of like a let's say a tool for the humor like i was able to develop a different like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> like, it's my humor, but there's a different humor in the vlog. Because the humor is more in the edit. Typically. Mm. So, like... So, it's sort of... Go ahead. It's sort of like your humor, but in editing. Yeah, exactly. It's it's visual humor. It's all in the timing. It's all... It, humor is all about okay. timing. Delivery, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So... I'm like naturally like funny, it. so when I see moments, I mean not to flex, but like, 
<laughs> like it's just I'm more of a natural. I don't think of stuff. I just on the fly. It's like wit. I'm witty. I would say. So mm-hmm. when I'm vlogging, it's I like what I what I can catch in the moments. And a lot of it was filming other people like you and Armani and people being just dumb around the house and editing around that. It made it very easy. Oh my gosh. I look back on those days. I'm like, oh those my are funny. Gosh, it's even funnier because funny. I was never on camera. <laughs> <laughs> never on camera. It was like, after you stopped filming, like, like all of us, like, changed. Like, some, and, the, and when we were in the house for too long. And we, we, we knew we were Oh, yeah, it was around. a certain hour. It was like after 10, and all of us were just <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> so ignorant. So it's like crazy for me to see all these people in this new generation right now being like crackhead status. <laughs> and like, I'm over here like, we didn't even call it that. We were just being ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were that before it was trendy. <laughs> all right. So back on actual valuable content (laughs) (laughs) this is valuable it helps people deal with their you know mental problems you know by thinking about something else um exactly (laughs) what are distraction exactly distractions (laughs) so what are i always ask this to people i'm interviewing what's your three most passionate things that you're about like what's your three whys or what's your three things that like if you don't have three, that's all right. But that's what's three things that you are willing to be like a frontline soldier for? In terms of life, like issues, like oh man, it can be it can be ministry related. It can be social issues. It could be economic issues. It can be health issues. It can be current events. Anything, anything, anything. Got you. So I was. have to think about this one that's a good question that's a good question or maybe just one you can just go with the first one that pops in your head and off talking about that you'll probably be able to think yeah. about it too so a big thing especially I don't know if you remember when I was back in the house the there's this I don't know if it's like a movement <clears throat> it was the I don't mind I had the hat and the shirt and all that. And what that represented was it was a mental health awareness uh, mm-hmm. nonprofit. It's basically trying to like end the stigma of people not speaking up about whatever issues that they got going on and making it a more mm-hmm. comfortable place for people to share their stories and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was, that's always been something I've been big on. Where's your heart? Where's your heart with that? Like, what um, what pulls you in into that? I guess the, I mean, seeing it, how it affects people firsthand. Own experience of like, I don't want to talk to anybody, but once you start, it just happens naturally. So it goes back into the house. We would always have like those deep talks as a house Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and that's where all that would come out in comfortability and you know just saying like hey i got garbage too in my closet you know what i mean yeah 
What do you think is the biggest worry for people coming out um, and saying like, hey, I got garbage? I think that we live in a generation to where it's now easier for people to come out of the closet than bring their skeletons out of the closet too. Mm. I think it's a a big thing on um, fear of being judged. I mean, if you look at social media, no one's really posting the deepest, darkest things of their their th- um, of whatever's going on. So, it, but the people that are are the ones that you know they could get sometimes called attention craving and all that kind of stuff. So it it puts them off on it. But I mean, nowadays times are changing, so. Like you said, people coming out of the closet and all that kind of stuff. It's more celebrated now than it was before. And that's where movements like that, that I don't mind, um, would push towards that kind of, you know, celebrating. Um, being able to speak about things so that you can claim that victory over that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay. I feel you with that. And definitely, how does it feel to be... How is? Do you think rap sometimes is an outlet for you? 100%. Uh, 100%. You want to go into that a little bit deeper? Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> at first, with me and rapping, it was a lot more just like something to do, something fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of the past few years, well, it just went dark. The past few years, um, especially, I'm going to give you a little exclusive. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm working on a little, like an actual project um, that it it's way more of like a venting session than it is of like a... Mm-hmm bar session there are bars don't get me wrong but <laughs> i i'm finding the balance of it of it all it just taught it's more it's more content than lyrical Does that makes sense like more story yeah so i'll give you the it, i'm calling it emergency chocolate <laughs> i like it yeah it's on brand right but uh um, oh, i see i see it right there the whole concept is basically um you know, like the in case of emergency, like you hit the little the glass and you get whatever. An emergency chocolate's mm-hmm. a thing too for that. Um, it, it's it's ringing the alarm of like it's me putting that foot forward of like, all right, I'm gonna speak openly about things and as well as you know just flex you know, lyrical capabilities while doing it. There you go. Always. 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 Yeah, so it's definitely... Over the past, like, year, I've definitely been more introspective in my raps um, that I put out rather than it just being, like, random rap stuff. Taking it a little more seriously. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. 
I don't want to put your whole social media page on blast, but you post about your new girlfriend all the time. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's okay. I do all the time, too. <laughs> we all do, you know? A little lesson for y'all. Y'all fellas out there. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, with that being mm-hmm. said, how is it being in a relationship? Um, with somebody and you having to de- deal with um, everything that you've been through and currently still dealing with what you're going through. How does it feel on your end? And uh, what would you say is some good advice for other people who, you know, maybe like you, but they feel like, I don't know, you can speak also a little bit about your insecurities just entering into a relationship. Um, and where has that brought you you know how how have you dealt with that but so a big thing uh where do i start i guess in the beginning and it's advice wise it's it's best to go into something as friends right like be friends with a person before any of that kind of stuff come up for me we've been friends since my sophomore year of high school like i we've known her since high school was in classes together went to the same church um so we've always been friends and just more recently i mean obviously uh was hanging out more and then everything just developed naturally so that was what made that so easy it was we were friends and it just happened so just happened yeah where everything all the pieces fit into the right spots for it it just all made sense um so before a big thing was like it's been forever since i've been in an actual hey this is my girlfriend kind of relationship (laughs) um yeah and that was big of like not really being able to fully commit to whatever for whatever reason of just every excuse you could think of was what I was telling myself to not you know what I mean or Mm -hmm. you know on the other side other people felt differently over time blah 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 so it eventually yeah when it was it was less I'm looking and it was just like here's my friend we hang out and then mm-hmm. over the course of a few months it's like okay this is this fits like a glove you know what i mean yeah did any of that make sense am i just rambling about i'm s- being super vague no it, it did <laughs> like <laughs> i know you're good like i completely understand like it's always good to be friends when you said you've known her since sophomore year i think that's beautiful um, I think of some of the friends I've known since sophomore year, which is when I switched schools. So we're still very close. They they got to know me when I was switching schools. I turned, I don't know if people know, but whenever I enter a new place, a new, completely new area, and I know zero people, because usually I don't know if people know, but I, 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 gain, I get to know people through <laughs> people. You know what I'm saying? I, if I never know you, if I never knew you, if I never know any of your friends, I'm likely not even going to ever approach you. 
Um, so for me, uh, when those friends I met sophomore year, they know me as I was quiet for the first two months. And then as time progressed, like, you know, I met one friend who introduced me to her friends. And then and next thing you know, three years later, I know the whole school. So, or at least my seniors and juniors. Uh, shout out to class of 2016 and 2017 and 2015. Uh, <laughs> 2015. Homer, what's your class? <laughs> you got hey. it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, so... You know, I think of the people I know in my sophomore. I think it's so crucial for you guys to be friends first uh, and get to know each other in that type of level because uh, it helps yeah. with expectations, right? Yeah, because it, it's go not... Because at, at the end of the day, that's like my friend. That's my best friend. You know what I mean? And that's like what ideally it should come out to. So like there's no... Like, I need to impress this person. It's like, I am who I am, and mm -hmm. they are who they are, and mm -hmm. we both accept each other. Yeah. Y'all out Because that's, other. I mean, ideally, right? <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> what's it called? That acceptance is, like, a big thing, so that you could just be who you are, and then, you know, you get pushed to be more, but not out of, like, a, a peacock showing out its feathers you know what i mean it's more of like a mm -hmm. a natural like i need to be better in this area and you adjust as you figure it all out as you go on communication is key support is key mm -hmm. Com communication is crazy key crazy it's a big key oh i love it i love it um how are you how are you guys in your relationship like how who is like who's are y'all opposites are y'all the same it's so funny you know have you seen a uh, hot ones you know the wing eating show on youtube hot. where they eat wings yeah. and it gets hotter and there's better questions as it goes along uh there's the one with paul rudd mm -hmm. uh the actor ant-man who were, it was a big meme when his episode okay. came out where at the end he says hey look at us who would have thought? Not me. And that's <laughs> how we define our relationship. Of Because it was like, yeah. we've been friends for the longest time. And it was maybe moments of like, mm, maybe this could be a thing. But never really, you know, thought yeah. deeper on or acted on or anything like that until obviously recently. So it was just funny to be like, that's what it was of, you know, like, I would have never thought of that you know what i mean like it's just a funny progression of how it went yeah what was your question <laughs> <laughs> no it, it no you kind of answered it in a sense of who is who oh, okay you know in the relationship yeah yeah and that's both, an, yeah yeah um it's funny because it's um we have different overall styles of like music taste I'm way more into hip hop, obviously, um, but she's like into <laughs> the pop stuff and the whatever. She'll, you know, we both listen to each other's type of music, but that's not like our main music. Mm -hmm. Just to name an example, um, mm -hmm. 
She listened to Doja Cat? <laughs> when you're feeling ratchet, of course. <laughs> no, but, oh, um, Lord. Yeah, it, it was another big thing of, I mean, we're both Christian. Like I said, we went to the same church, um, which is how I initially really knew her was through the church that we were going through, the youth group. Um, so that was a big mm-hmm. thing of like, you know, I don't really have to worry about that. Or n- not necessarily worry, but, like, you know, it's just one of the many things that it was like, okay, this piece fits. We're both in the same belief system, um, that kind of stuff. And we always have... That's good, though. Like, naturally open conversations about whatever topic. And it, it, we never, like, uh, argue. Like, if we disagree, that's one thing. But, like, we always talk through things. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good that you guys talk. And I'm assuming you guys trust each other and are very vulnerable with each other because you guys have seen each other at your your highest and your lowest before you yeah, started dating. Yeah, that's facts. Right? That's facts. I think that's a huge key. That's a huge key because you're mm-hmm. learning to accept somebody before. When you're dating, I think, and you have to go through all that, I think it requires even more... I don't know. You can say either both ways, but I think it requires such a bigger leap of faith because you're like, you get to know this person for where that you see them and the hats they put on and everything. But when you're friends with them and there's no type of interest, y'all just chilling. You know what I'm saying? You don't mind them seeing you at your ratchet, your highest, your lowest. You know what I'm saying? Then again, it's high school and you don't really know, right? yeah <laughs> but yeah we we definitely we've always like clicked and then once we like figure it out That's recently it was like oh okay i'm on facetime mm. hello all right What's up? <laughs> i'm on facetime so my mom yeah <laughs> You're good, you're good. I'm <laughs> waiting for mine to walk in, too. Uh, uh, so, moving me to another question. I think two more questions, okay? So, two more things I want to talk about. The first one is, tell us a little bit about your music. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell the people about your music, how you got started, what it's like for you because I know it takes up a lot of who Mr. Glue is it does doesn't it um, so tell us a little <laughs> bit about your music um <clears throat> this started when I was like 9 or 10 or 10 or 11 or something like that or like mm-hmm. I didn't really know a lot about rap uh back then I had like my parents were low key strict Especially back then, going to like a Spanish Pentecostal church. Um, so rap wasn't like a big thing. Um, until yeah. my a friend of mine from church uh, gave me a few CDs and was like, listen to these. It was Lecrae, Triple E, I think KRS-One at some point. Uh, a few random things, but he started rapping. And then he gave me a beat CD with one beat on it. This is how, like, I'm about to show the 90s kid in me. 
the early 2000s of like mm-hmm. had this beat cd it was one beat and it had a violin thing on it and i was like oh, okay cool i went to my house oh, i put it in my tv because i had a dvd player <laughs> played it i wrote a little something to it it was, it was super whack and super christian mm-hmm. uh which is nothing wrong with that but it was just adorable and uh yeah, I grabbed my dad's flip phone and from the TV press play and I read the lyrics and I sent it to my friend and he was like, yo, I mean, it was whack, but like your flow is really good. You can actually rap. And then from then it set off and I would just do, I'd just write in a notebook and all that kind of stuff until eventually, I think when I moved to Florida is when I really was like, okay, I'll rap a little more. I made a YouTube channel. I made a few YouTube channels over the course of my <laughs> like middle school, high school, <laughs> until it, it, be, it until we got it into is. the Mr. Glue era. But I would basically just do a bunch of remixes on YouTube, which are all still up, all the way from eighth grade. My very first YouTube video on my channel was for a contest. That's how you go famous. Yeah, my second video that I put up was a. It was Eminem and that Bruno Mars song, Lighters. Mm -hmm. And that was my first video to hit over a thousand. And I was like in eighth grade and I was like, oh, snap, maybe I can do this. But obviously, you know, I'm still where I'm at. But that's that's okay too. (laughs) It wasn't until like recently that I, I really kept it serious. But for the most part, it was just remixing songs I liked from artists or doing YouTube contests, ciphers, that kind of stuff. Um, until now, where I have a few songs on Spotify and Apple Music. I'm into that lo-fi vibe. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, what what else What else you want to know about it? <laughs> I don't know, where you want to uh, take it? Where you want to go with it? And what, what, uh, what you like rapping about the most? Um, so... In in the project that I'm working on, <clears throat> I describe it. I would describe it as like a bittersweet, because you know it's emergency mm-hmm. chocolate. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and um, what's it called? It's like a for every one or two emotional or whatever, like venting kinds. There's always, like, the sweetness of a, alright, now we're gonna get into some bars, uh, kind of thing. So, it's, it's really, it, it'll sound so far all over the place, but it, it's intentional, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, life, um, and it, it, life in terms of, like, emotions from, all over that I'll just pull from rather than it just being like where I'm at right now because mm. like the first song I wrote for it which is the intro for it um, yeah. I started writing that at the end of the deployment I was on and um, it's oh, crazy wow. I I wrapped a majority of it um, to my girlfriend 
whose name is Jessica. I never mentioned that. Her name's Jessica. Um, <laughs> I rapped it to her Jessica. one night, and uh, when I did the first song, I was like, man, it's been a minute since I looked at this song, and it's just crazy to see where I was then to where I am now. And even songs that I have on there, on my Spotify now, um, it's like, wow, from where I was when I wrote that to where I am now is completely different. That's yeah. good. That's really good. Um, I think I'm going to kind of use that as a transition to the last question mm-hmm. about faith. You know, everybody says, especially in this time, that you got to sing a new song. Um, what does, because uh, I know you said you looked at when you where you were then and where you are now. What does it mean to you when someone says, like, hey, I want you to, like, sing a new song. You know what I'm saying? During worship or just in life, like, sometimes we just got to sing a new song. Repeat it. (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean to you for someone to tell you or someone while worshiping for you to sing a new song? What does it mean to you for you to sing a new song? Man, that's... I feel like that's such a layered question. There's so many different things you could pull. Yeah, all right. Going so all from sing a new song, I've I like the how that sounds. Sing a new song, where how you can take it a way you can take it is you know we might sing the same songs or replay the same songs like literally, um, but sing a new song. Yeah. And it's still the same song, you know, when it hits different, you finally understand a, a lyric mm. that you didn't get. It's just like when you read the Bible and mm. you read a verse that two years ago meant nothing to you in your life. And then it just finally clicked. Yeah. Um, mm. It can mean that. Or like, it's it, it's always a funny conversation and or like noticing in maybe smaller churches of like, Oh, we sing the same worship songs over and over, but it's it's not about the like it's not for you. It's yeah, it's, not. it's worship. Uh, you take the music out, you take mm-hmm. all that out, and just the words is what's important, or you know what I mean. The it's the act of worship, not the song you worship to. I, it was like a couple days ago. So our youth group does Zoom conferences um, for mm-hmm. youth, so we can like still connect. I think it was last week, where uh, her name's Becky, Pastor Becky. She uh, she said it was towards the end where she was like, sometimes we worship worship music. Oh wow! And it's it's a very yeah that's huge she said it and i was like man that's, that's really good it really it really stuck with me and i'm not even someone that like goes hard in worship music in terms of like i'm listening to the new whoever whatever i'm not up to date on that kind of stuff i just kind of every now and then or like if i hear a song at church mm-hmm. i'll be like oh i'll look that up or whatever but it mm-hmm. it even hit me because sometimes the one you go back to all the time is that really um, 
like how you feel or like you know what i mean are you really worshiping when you listen to worship or are you just singing Mm. because it's a christian song and it sounds nice um so it's super dope Mm -hmm. and that goes for i guess rappers too that could fit with that Mm -hmm. that's true yes to sing a new song i like that that's an interesting concept do you feel do you feel like since you left scu you've been you in your life you had to sing a new song going to some new seasons for sure what do you think has been something that you had to sing a lot when you were deployed oh man um See if I have it actually. You're good. Take your time. You don't Take really edit these, do you? In terms of like cutting it down. Well, I'm just gonna edit this one and probably put like a short commercial sponsor right here. For the Maybe. the anchored. The anchored uh, spots. <laughs> yes. I yeah. don't know. It's free. Uh, <laughs> No, no, I'm not no, gonna no. do it right now. Yeah, you have the, the audio for it, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna mention it right now. I'm gonna let the audio do it because I'm not gonna get paid for mentioning it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! I think the overall thing. I had it written in a journal from before, from Encounter. All the way back then. Um, oh, wow. Where, I guess, like, the overall, like, concept I held on to over there was the armor of God. And mm-hmm. when coming back, that everything would be, uh, I'd be able to walk into life normally. Mm. And that's, as someone who deployed, the hardest thing for some people and it was definitely a hard thing for your boy um Mm -hmm. in terms of just like readjusting in terms of finding a new purpose like what do i do now because at the same time got back from deployment a year later which was this past january i got out of the military Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you. Congratulations. I made it. You made it. Um, hey, you made it. Yeah, so like, you know, just dealing with that kind of effect. Um, you know, it, right now I'm in, like, as you've noticed, I've not come back to SEU. I've not, uh, mm-hmm. I, I started working maybe like six months after, maybe less than that, after, um, uh, coming back home from the deployment um so it's a lot of like all right what do i do where does god want me to go and right now it's um just putting faith in like you know he knows what he's doing and he'll know where to put me and whatever opportunities come i guess it's a an open ear open heart open mind big facts 
<laughs> I love it though, Omar. I love it. I love your honesty and transparency. Uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid we're gonna have to close soon. But before we go, is there anything you want to tell the audience um, for the show? Uh, yeah. Can I plug stuff real quick? So yeah, your go boy, ahead. I was on an all-military produced uh, album, and I'm on a gospel kind of song, um, where it's just a bunch of military people over the internet, uh, veterans, still active duty, all over the world, um, from rapping to jazz to R&B. Uh, guitar, guitarist, trombonist, like all this crazy talented people all over the world. And I was lucky enough to be a part of that. It's called Sounds Like Freedom Volume 1 by Ninja Punch Music. I am the last track, but the whole album is great. Also, I don't know when you're going to put this up, but April 24th, I am a feature, a guest spot on a friend's album who was also had to do with this album. His name is D-Cure, an Air Force veteran. Um, the song was initially called Faith. I think he changed it to Small Town Vibes or something like that. It's still... I'm a little in the dark in it. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, you know, it, the concept of it was, you know, literally where I'm at right now. Um, and where uh, we're both introspective on it and... Uh, just opening a little bit of testimony. Um, it's a really cool song that I'm excited. And that uh, April 24th, the project is called Clean. I'll promote it. But yeah, there's that. And what else? Awesome. The best way to get something done is to begin. The best Dude, way what? to get something done is to begin. That is a poster I have right here. Um, so if you're anything like me, that that quote might hit you hard. The best way to get something done is to begin. A lot of us creatives or whatever like to just plan out everything and it has to be perfect and it has to sound like this. And, you know, that's why I respect the your grind on the podcast. Even if it can get a little weird or you know you, you do interesting things you are interesting um uh the way you do things but you're doing them you know what i mean you're figuring yourself out you're experimenting you're using whatever voice and platform you have so like big ups to you because for the longest time your boy was doing nothing um so that's cool yeah that's the little parting wisdom i'll put out there the best way to get something done is to I begin appreciate it bro it's so true it's so true and i appreciate that bro i appreciate you a lot i hope you make some good music you gonna change the world <laughs> through your microphone and you know thank you so much elmer for being on my podcast anytime for that rabbit <laughs> for that rabbit talks too much I'm going to put in a little plug to one of my homegirls. 
Uh, shout out to her. She reviewed and described my podcast on her Snapchat story as David would never stop, t- would never shut up in high school. The only difference now is that he started recording <laughs> it. I, I I cannot think of better words to describe yep, this podcast. That is, <laughs> from the few years I've known you, that is a good that is a good review. <laughs> Accurate. A great review, right? All right. <laughs> All right. All right, bro. You have been amazing, awesome. I'm put his stuff out in the description, show notes, whatever platform you're looking at. Just look below. Tap on the podcast. Tap on the three dots. You can figure it out. You use the platform a lot longer than I have, so you need to check his stuff out. Like no debate. Get off this show right now and listen to it. Okay. Thank you so much. This has been David Ramos. This has been Mr. Glue. Hello. I mean, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everybody had a wonderful rest of the time. I hope your families are safe during this time. I like chocolate. (laughs) Bye-bye. For sure. Thanks for having me, dog. Literally, let me know. Let me see how people react if you want me back. If not, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Alex Warren and all them. <laughs>